Hey everyone, today is Wednesday, the 15th of February 2023. This is The Gap, episode 648. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Gilroy is here. Job, how's your week going? Oh yeah, pretty good. You know, not bad. Yeah? Yeah. Watching some Super Bowls? Oh yeah, I watched the Super Bowl. Uh, it was... um. I don't know. Entertaining up until the last 20 seconds? Up until the last, like, fucking three minutes. I just don't <laughs> understand. I just don't understand. Like, I understand why why the teams would do it. I just don't understand. Yeah. Like, I mean... They're, ex- they're, they're exploiting the game. Right. That's... that's, that's they've the- they've won what, what the weakness of the rules are. Yep. Because that's how games work. Yep. They've exploited it. And they've been doing it for years. Like, literally decades. <laughs> no one's and patched never it. And they've anything to patch it. Yeah. Yeah. But that holding call as well, that was fucking garbage, so that didn't help. Just took the fucking wind out of out of the game. It could have been a really interesting fucking final couple of minutes, but instead a uh, stupid fucking holding call for that hadn't been called at all all game and yeah. Shit. Yeah. It's just such like a anticlimactic sort of ending where the game is tied and the team whoever has the ball will win right because they can just fucking run the clock down yeah and you're like that ain't fun cool well <laughs> all right see you later guess i get a head start on fucking doing anything else i'm leaving yeah um which is yeah just weird right because you theoretically want people to stay around for the celebrations and stuff like i guess if it was a fucking blowout then people would also be leaving, but the fucking the fans of the team who were blowing the other team out would be mm. staying, you know. But like that's just boring, right? Yeah. Three minutes and nothing. Three minutes are literally fucking pissing away time. Awful. Just trash. Yeah. Oh well. That's oh. why they need hot zones in there, and they need uh, a, a virtual uh, play field with like. Uh, Markers where teams can kick it or throw it from, and it gets you extra points. Uh, We want like battle royale teams where uh, teams get smaller or something as players are eliminated. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's good. That's like whoever catches the ball and is tackled, you're eliminated from the game in the last two minutes. If they're going off for a a catch, yeah, and they get tackled, and and they drop it before you know they land and complete the catch right then they're eliminated they're right? gone they're, they're gone. out they're out right so you gotta like fucking make that catch motherfucker right you thought you had to make it before no now you really gotta fucking make that yeah catch. two minute power play at the end exactly yeah and yeah i like the idea of like maybe no, extra no time kneeling. extra time like uh you know, uh, you've only got six players on either side, yeah. but the same size field. And yeah. uh, and it's just like this big fucking wide open space. And there's no more, like, you you can hold for as long as you want. Sure. Hold, holdings, holdings fully legal. And it just turns into like a fucking brawl, like a hockey match or some shit. What if mm. we, let's like tennis rules as well, okay. where you need to be winning by a certain amount of points. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Before it counts. Oh, that's kind of already how it works. In overtime, they have to score a touchdown uh, to actually win. If they if they just score with a field goal, then the other team gets a chance to to fucking do it to it. So, I mean, I don't know. It's it's kind of there. It's nearly there. Uh, this is actually a pretty good segue into what could be the first thing on our list. Okay. 
Madden 23. Sure. Yeah. Madden 23 is the MVP of sports games. Uh, I know what you're thinking. How can a game be a person? Well, that is where you are wrong. I don't mean MVP as in most valuable player. I mean minimum viable product because it's a fucking piece of shit. It's such a fucking turd. I cannot believe it. It's a turd in such a different way to NBA 2K23 as well, which was technically a very good basketball game just wrapped in a big pile of shit. Uh, and you had to like wade through the fucking muck like fucking Tim Robbins at the end of fucking Shawshank to get to the good fucking the good basketball game. Not in Madden. No. It's garbage all the way down. It's just fucking trash. The whole fucking way down. I play I was playing playing the face of the franchise mode, which is their version of my player or whatever you want to fucking call it, be a pro. Um Playing it for a couple of days, having, you know, fun, uh, enough fun. Uh, I don't know. Like, the game was definitely, I was playing on all pro and the game was definitely too easy. There's something going on there. Uh, I, I, I went to the um, Texas, Texas team, whatever the fuck they're called. Anyway, it doesn't matter. And, um, but I went there because the, the game sort of had this like system at the start where it's like, oh yeah, these teams need you, need your role, uh, like pretty bad. Uh, and these other teams don't really need you. So there's, you know, fucking some teams just don't need a fucking uh, running back at all. So you, it's an F ranking, whereas others, yeah, they can use one. Uh, but then it immediately bumped me up to like first string anyway. I didn't do anything to earn my way there. It just, it was just like, yep, you're the first string. Uh, and I was like rated 75, get on, score fucking five touchdowns in my first game. Uh, and you know, it's going, I'm like, oh yeah, okay, fair enough. That seems kind of easy. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, like there was, I could have scored more, but there's there was some teething issues as I worked out the, you know, the ins and outs, the intricacies. I mean, the the thing of it, right, is that you are you are only playing as your uh, character, but you are making calls uh, based on like you make all the calls for your team, so. You're, you're the one who, like, decides whether you're going to run a, f like, running play or a passing play. And as a fucking, as a running back, uh, I decided that we would just continue to, like, just make runs. Uh, we'd fucking, we'd need to speed it up with the runs. And, uh, yeah, just continue to do that the entire fucking time. Uh, and obviously it allowed me to fucking put up a significant amount of fucking numbers, like fucking huge numbers. Um, you okay? Yeah, my cat threw up. Damn. <laughs> I can hear something and I'm like, that sounds like a cat throwing up. Oh boy. So, yes. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> anyway, so, uh, you're making all the, so do you need to clean it up or anything? 
All right, it's done. I cleaned it up. That was quick. You are fucking lightning with the cat Yeah, sick. luckily it was on the carpet, so. Ah, right. Easy. Um, so, yeah, I get to make all the play uh, the play calls, so I just need to basically work out which side of their, uh, their defensive line is weak, and then I just keep fucking running plays at that in that direction over and over and over again. I just need to make four fucking yards uh a uh a play and um and we're gucci all right we get through it like in in three we make the fucking 10 yards and we move on to the next one if you don't know the rules of fucking uh like gridiron then madden is actually generally a pretty good way to learn it but i wouldn't use madden 23 as that learning tool because it's fucking trash so anyway, I can go, go back to like ninety eight, Madden, all right the way back, Madden. all the way back, two thousand, two thousand one, maybe two thousand three, I think. Uh, but um, yeah, so just uh, putting on put on some fucking sick numbers. I don't know what's going on. It doesn't seem to give a fuck about my stamina because I just keep fucking. I'm running this dude ragged, uh, but he's putting on fucking huge numbers. So he's ranking up pretty quick. And, uh, like, things are going pretty well. It's not too complex a uh, ranking system, which is good. Uh, it doesn't appear to be directly, you know, monetized all to shit, which is good. Um, yeah, I'm kind of having fun, right? My dude's broken fucking multiple all-time NFL records in his fucking, uh, in his first, like, five games. He's got, like, most touchdowns in a half. He's got most uh, yards in a game. Um, he's like covered 2,000 yards in like five games. Um, huge numbers. Just fucking, he's running. He is, he's running ragged. And then I, uh, I jump on the day of, I think the day of the Super Bowl, to check it, check it out and have a, have a play. Uh, you know, get hyped for the, the, the grid iron. And uh, I jump on, like, jump into a game, and suddenly I don't have my superstar ability, which I'd unlocked. Uh, I can't, I can't do that. Usually, I just need to run for like ten yards or more three times, and I unlock this superstar ability, which allows me to just fucking truck straight through people. I can always basically break at least one tackle, probably two. And then maybe even another one, like just fucking bulldozing motherfuckers. Like, um, who was it? Marshawn Lynch, right? Like that fucking that hectic run he did. Um, but yeah, I don't have any of that. As a matter of fact, my dude doesn't seem to be able to do anything at all. He's like, I'm getting about two fucking yards a play however i do it I'm, I'm going to fucking plays that are usually pretty good uh like get me fucking yards i'm going to fucking like uh just anything i can do i'm, I'm switching sides i'm uh reversing trying to like pull some screens out i'm doing like a little circle thing around the player do you like that one little circle thing a little ring around the rosy around uh, the quarterback no, I didn't. Did I, you not see that play? No, I didn't see that one. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Oh, I missed it. Was this in where the, they like literally did a fucking ring around the rosy on the quarterback was and this, then ran and set up? Was this on in the Super Bowl? Yeah. Oh, I must have missed it. Um, I uh, 
yeah, so uh, yeah, I was trying like curl plays and like just hucking it to my fucking my uh, running back player like in the backfield, and he was he was getting fucking he didn't even make it back to the fucking line, like just fucking getting absolutely pantsed. And I get out, and I'm like, what's going on? Where are all my stats? And I go and look, and the game has decided that I am now a quarterback, but I'm still in the running back position, the halfback position. So I've got a quarterback stats, a bad quarterback. It's reset all my stats. I've got a quarterback stats back to like a 75-point quarterback. Uh, But I'm in the running back position and... uh, Everything I do, like all of my superstar abilities and all of all the points I actually unlock are all quarterback related. And the game just did that. And I looked it up and it's been a problem since the game launched and it's never been patched. And that's just how the fucking game goes. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm done playing that. Fair enough. Nevertheless, played some games online uh, with uh, JB and Klebby. And um, yeah, we're just playing online mode. Uh, they have done absolutely no work to uh, to get the fucking netcode to a reasonable position. Hmm. Uh, because Which is weird because it's probably on Frostbite, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they, they just didn't give a shit. I was noticing like significant lag. Uh, the easiest way to see it is when you're doing the kickoff, there is a distinct delay. So uh, I was like literally pressing. Well, after after my first kickoff uh, to JB, who has a good internet connection, just went straight out of bounds immediately, even though I sort of felt like I'd pressed it correctly. Uh, I then started pressing it like incrementally earlier. And uh, when I was playing against Kleb, I had to do it like a full second beforehand. Uh, and that was the only way I was able to do a kickoff and actually keep it within the field of play. Um, so, I mean, that's bad, right? That's bad even if... that I, I think... I, got the feel, I get the feeling we weren't like... I, I don't think JB or Kleb was hosting. I get the feeling we were connecting to an American server. Because that's how big a fucking delay it felt like. Um, so that that felt like shit to play. Um, a lot of a lot of stuff that I was trying just wouldn't work. Um, so that was extremely frustrating. And uh, yeah, I did manage to beat JB, but uh, it was close. Um, it was a big, you know, just fucking about. But uh, yeah, the main problem is that it appears to have some sort of like catch up logic or something going on or oh, something some Mario like Kart bullshit. If <laughs> it really did feel like it, like the, like, yeah, it was. It would seem to be trying to keep the game level. Like my guys, like I got some picks, some interceptions in the end zone. So J, JB doesn't really know the rules of uh, gridiron, but he threw some balls into the end zone. Probably not the wisest. Like seven, seven of my dudes in the in the area, and one of them managed to pick it pick it off before his guy caught it. Uh, and that was that was good, right? That was obviously good. But then, like, I would throw an interception, but it would be I would be throwing to an open guy. Now I did throw one bad pass, right? And I'll cop it. But I threw one where my dude was wide open. 
my receiver was wide open, like all alone, and then out of nowhere, like from almost the from off screen, like one of JB's players came fucking sprinting across and just fucking grabbed it out of the air. And when I switched to, I think it was Cup who was supposed to fucking catch it to like go for it it didn't switch to the right character and so it ran in the wrong direction and he managed to take it back for a fucking a pick six as they call it and so like that just that was just abysmal that was absolutely fucking woeful um but also like it it shouldn't have happened like that and like i would do i i did a couple of i got a couple of sacks on kleb uh, that were like legitimately like fucking power bombs. Like like my dudes got to him, grabbed him, and fucking slammed him into the fucking ground. And you're like, oh my god, I think they killed him. That's like call the police. Uh, and meanwhile, my like Kleb wouldn't actually get the f- the sack. He would get to the guy and get to my quarterback, and he'd just sort of fucking drop it beforehand he didn't hold on to it and so Kleb got a bunch of fumbles and like again easy touchdowns because the the lag on trying to switch to the correct fucking player and I don't know man it just it felt like absolute fucking trash to play uh yeah I, I just don't I, I go and I, I read on, I went and read, read online what was going on, like to the best of my knowledge. And like, it's just dumped on. This game is just routinely dumped on. Like it's clearly they just shit out the minimum viable product as fast as they fucking could last year. And they don't, they just don't give a fuck, uh, which is a shame because Madden, Madden's supposed to be there like, premier fucking sports game right like especially now that they don't have fucking the fifa license right you'd think they'd be putting some fucking some effort in to at least one of these fucking games uh maybe they're putting all their effort into ea sports football club or whatever try and fucking yeah. get that tip top uh well, there's that sure rumor going around that they've got a bid in for the premier league right yeah which yeah i mean they'd fucking want to i'm surprised I'm surprised it's coming this late, you know? Uh, but, yeah. Anyway, it's a fucking shit game. It's very disappointing. So I was looking forward to... The, there's like there's this thing I talked about in my um, NBA 2K review. 2K23 review. Uh, about magnetism. Like, uh, character magnetism. Uh, and how in 2K23, like, I think they actually found the fucking sweet pot spot for that magnetism because there has to be a little bit of it uh, to reflect a defender's abilities, but it, there can't be too much of it or the player doesn't feel like they're in control of what's happening. Madden doesn't give a fuck. Madden's just like, oh, nah, yeah. Uh, there's a player on this field. You are magnetized to them. I'm sorry. And you're like, but there's fucking 16 fucking cunts on this fucking field. Like, like there's always going to be a player somewhere. And they're like, yeah, and you're magnetized to them. Fucking suck it up, bitch. Uh, like, you're constantly getting fucking zapped to things. I watched, we, me and Claire both watched, uh, I had a good run on a what should have been a first down play. And we watched Cleb's, uh defender, like, just sort of fucking 
speed warp his way over to make the tackle uh, for absolutely no reason whatsoever. Um, it was just like bananas the way it played out. Claire, like, definitely whooped me, uh, just to be clear. Uh, I beat JB and it was close. Uh, and he doesn't know the rules of gridiron at all. But Kleb, uh, yeah, it wasn't close um, either time. But nevertheless, uh, my problems with it aren't that I didn't win. My problems with it are that it's fucking bad. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, yeah. yeah, it's disappointing. I mean like how much obviously like fifa watching the play yeah the uh the, the i don't know what they call it yeah the, this tweet says ring around the rosy i don't know what if that's what it's called but that's what i thought it right, seemed yeah. like yeah no they ran that the other day that's gold yeah um like i'm i'm assuming i'm assuming ea's obviously got all the eggs in in, in fifa at this stage just cuz it's that's literally one of the biggest yeah. games that you know around madam is very uh us skewed um yeah and even then like i don't think it's big as some of their other stuff so uh yeah anyway yeah all right um is there anything else you want to add to that nah uh okay let's keep going here then we've got next up uh some tv on the list here you want to talk about the last of us the tv show Figured, figured we could. Uh, yeah, latest episode came out uh, late last week. Uh, yeah, but came out early. Came out early, yes. Uh, but it came out late last week. Sure. Uh, <laughs> instead of earlier this week, uh, I suppose. Um, yeah, it's not my internet. Um, and yeah, I uh, I don't know. I thought we could talk about it. I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a good episode. I thought fucking... Uh, everyone in it played it really well and uh, yeah I don't know uh, you sort of anyone who's played the game knows what's coming up knew <laughs> what was happening what was coming but uh, shit they played it well uh, I thought the twist the change change up to the characters uh, to the uh, to Sam being uh, I don't know what do they call it hearing challenge deaf uh yeah, uh, I thought that was good. I thought it, I thought it was a good change uh, that that worked, um, and it really like connected Henry and Sam uh, in a way that wasn't there in the game necessarily. But um, we got to spend a lot more time with the characters as well, so that helped. Uh, and yeah, I don't know, man. That was that was a good fucking episode. Um, I won't spoil it or anything, but uh, yeah, I feel like the the show might be hitting its stride. Uh, you know, obviously a bit early to say, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm getting more and more keen on it as we go. Uh, mm -hmm. yeah. Are you, uh, have you already watched it? The next episode? Are you, are you scared? Uh, no, shit? not no? yet. No. Okay. Um, when does it come out? Monday, next Monday. No, I'll probably, back, I, back I, I get a couple of days early. Yeah. Um, I think I usually get on like Fridays, Thursdays right. or Fridays. Um, yeah. So no, I've not watched this one, but yeah, I did like the last one. Um, I, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, it does keep you guessing because you don't really know. Like, we, we know the beats, but at the same time, we don't because they are changing things up. Yeah. Um, and so you don't really know how they will end up playing out. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they're still very impactful when they do sort of hit those moments. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I said all along, like, I, I, I'm digging it. I'm super interested to see what they do for season two. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is where I'm sort of like all right now where are you gonna go um but so far like they've pretty much nailed everything at this point so, yeah yeah it's really good hell yeah anyway cool all right um we got some more games here in death this i don't know what this is at all this is a vr game where you are um you're using a bow and arrow and like sort of going through this i don't know sort of gothic type castle type area uh it's uh it's interesting you like there's no i don't know you die and it resets you back to the start and you go through the area again um but what's happening is as you as you kill things you're getting like uh achievements yeah. and these achievements like level you up so even if you know where you want to go, you sort of incentivize to go and kill as much stuff as possible because the achievements allow you to like power up more and more. So you want to like kill a fuck ton of monks or uh, a bunch of ghouls or some shit. And uh, yeah, you sort of, yeah, trying to clear out areas before you move on but it does slow down your progress a bit and, uh, or, or like, well, it, it does and it doesn't, right? Because it, it slows down your progress uh, in that current run, but your meta progress is actually improved by you doing this shit. So it's good. Uh, yeah, I just I uh, I've been playing another game, um, the Light Brigade. We'll talk about it in a, in a bit. Uh, and I was just sort of uh, yeah intrigued as to what else it was similar to and that's what some people were saying it's quite like i don't see it to be honest uh and i'll get into that a little bit later but like in terms of like i don't know it's it's kind of freaky the enemies fucking rush at you and you're like flinging as many fucking arrows at, as at them as you can like as fast as you can and um the, the pressure gets on and you move you don't move with like the joystick the way you do in a lot of other games you move with this like this teleporting knife or you can also imbue your your arrows with uh teleportation and you teleport to where the arrow strikes uh and so you're sort of like flinging this this knife at the ground to move um but you're also trying to like use both hands to like like to bow and arrow shit uh i just hit my mic sorry about that and um yeah like i don't know it gets it gets mechanically quite complex uh which is cool because that ramps up the pressure and then yeah you just sort of get overwhelmed and you die but the next time you go in you sort of know a little bit more which is always how those games really work um i'm yeah i'm kind of digging it um 
yeah, it's it's good. It's VR only, uh, which I guess is not so good. Uh, all the reviews on Steam say that it's been abandoned, but it right. is feature complete. So uh, that seems weird. That seems like a weird complaint to me. Right. Like they they up like they finished the game hmm. and released it, and it's you know five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And then they shifted to the Meta Quest to Walled Garden, and all the reviews are like, "Oh fuck this game for shifting," and like, yeah, fuck them for shifting, but that's not abandoned. That's just like finished. I, there must be something I'm missing. I don't know. It just seems odd. Um, because it, yeah, it seems good. It seems fun, and apparently it's feature complete. So. Nevertheless, 42 bucks. I mean, VR games are just fucking, they're so expensively priced. I just, I don't understand how how they arrive at that shit all the time. I think it's because the cost of entry is so high for this stuff that there's not a lot of units out there. And then therefore, in order for them to make money, they've got to price it higher. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why I like mobile games are two bucks because everybody's got go on <laughs> yeah you know no one's gonna pay 40 bucks for a mobile game true um uh, it, yeah. it looks like there's just super quickly there's a lot of threads here not a lot um but like in december it's just like game is crashing game won't launch game won't launch game is crashing just a bunch of posts like that from different people yeah um maybe that's just you know it's a it's that's a why it's getting the fucking five year old reviews. game and maybe some of the hardware the new hardware isn't working on it and yeah yeah that makes who sense. knows something yeah that makes sense uh yeah uh, um yep yeah. cool. anyway. well that All sucks right. so I would be extra wary of that but uh yeah anyway I mean I, if you picked it up it it should you should know pretty quickly if it's working or not if it's true. not launching you then you should refund it just immediately yeah. refund yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, cool. Um, last week, Nintendo did a uh, D- Nintendo Direct. It was the fir- first one for the year, I think. Um, I I guess I watched it. I mean, I had it on. Yeah. It was I, playing. Yeah, um, I didn't really watch it. But that it. was for work. Uh, and so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, they, uh, they did a stealth drop for a game. Uh, Metroid Prime Remastered. Um, which is uh, now available to play. Uh, it sounds like you've checked this thing out. Yeah, I jumped in, I gave it a look. Uh, I was talking a couple of weeks ago, months ago, I don't know. What were we in, February? Weeks ago. Uh, about playing Metroid Prime with a mouse and keyboard uh, using something called Prime Hack. And uh, yeah, this, uh, like that, that, Prime Hack has like upgraded textures and like 4K textures and all this kind of stuff to make it look good and um, yeah, it's quite it like that's quite good. This looks so much better, like way better uh, graphically, and it runs really well. And um, I mean, it should. First of all, it fucking should because you know two decades old. But at the same time. Anytime you're playing something on the Switch, you're always a little bit like, eh, we'll see. Um, 
so yeah, it looks really good and runs well, which is awesome. Um, you can do a control mode that is basically any other, like it's Xbox control, it's, it's Halo controls and the game is infinitely way better, infinitely better to play like that. Still not as good. My biggest problem is, uh, having played through it very recently with mouse and keyboard, uh, it is actually hard to go back and play with Halo controls. I am a competent controller shooter player i would say competent and metroid prime has always had some extremely aggressive auto aim shit but uh just man you got no idea the difference between playing fucking like mouse and keyboard makes metroid prime so comically easy um and yeah this feels closer to how it should be uh it's still i still think it's easier but i'm also older i very recently played it i remember very vividly everything i'm supposed to do as opposed to vaguely which is what was going on with prime hack there was a lot of backtracking i did in the prime hack game because i couldn't quite remember which fucking tunnel i was supposed to go down uh that's not not been the problem here uh in remastered um yeah, man. I just I, I think they did a really good job. I did see. Did you see that news that fucking uh, they based it heavily on the the trilogy remaster, and they did not credit oh, anyone. Yeah. yeah, that fucking sucks. That's some fucking bullshit. Um, but well, no, it wasn't. But also the original team, right? And so the problem yeah. is with that sort of stuff is you run into issues where. Um, uh, people that have designed systems um, are not being credited, or, or even art design, or like yeah. stuff that are like core components of the game that are still yeah. the same way that they are today. It may not necessarily be the same, um, I guess, art that is in there, um, but the design was. It's yeah, it's it's all there, right? You've got a placeholder and all that sort of stuff, and so you should be crediting those people that worked on it and then made those things right um yeah. it's also okay so like video games don't pay royalties so why wouldn't you just credit you fucking credit everyone you should credit everyone like just fucking in general the janitor like all that sort right, of like it's not yeah there's no like it's not a case of fucking royalties so i don't i don't fucking understand that shit man like that's it's super weird to me hmm. but yeah uh anyway if you have a switch uh and you have any memories of metroid prime highly recommend giving this a crack if you don't have any memories of metroid prime and you have a switch then i highly recommend giving this a crack uh nate and i were talking about it the other day because he never played it uh and he was like what why would i play it right and it's it's sort of like it's very it's seminal, which is a word that uh, is like sneakily gross, uh, but like it is, it did really inform a lot of uh, the game design that we have today. Uh, not, it's not identical, but uh, yeah, the the ways in which Metroid Prime did things, uh, puzzles or um, world transitions and. Uh, 
yeah, like maps and stuff like that, um, like navigation. Uh, yeah, was was very uh, revolutionary at the time. It seemed it might seem a little basic now, but you're getting a fucking look at how it happened originally. Uh, and that's something that's something special. Um, it's it's like watching fucking why well, you should watch. Uh, or is it Hidden Fortress? If you like Star ah, Star Wars, right? Like if you like Star Wars, give Hidden Fortress a look because that's what uh, Akira Kurosawa's movie is. What George Lucas basically ripped off uh, to make his his space opera, uh, or shit like fucking we were talking about the other day, like the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, is is also more Akira Kurosawa ripoff work. Like, yeah, like you can go back through film or books and see where these stories came from. You can read like the uh, the things that inspired some of your favorite shit and get a deeper understanding for your favorite shit. So why wouldn't you do that, right? Uh, and it's yeah, it's it's got some dated elements uh but it's still quite good and there's some fucking mind-bending puzzles in there so it's worth playing um yeah highly recommend it runs okay and all that sort of stuff yeah yeah it runs i think it runs good man um yeah i, I think it runs good uh i haven't reached anywhere where it's slowed down yet i have my suspicions that uh there is uh an area where it's quite oh there's like a lot of lava and shit uh and if they haven't done that part well uh that's where it used to slow down uh back on gamecube so um yeah i suspect that's where it will happen again if it's gonna happen anywhere uh but it hasn't been slowing down for me yet that said it's hard to tell fucking switch like fucking any performance is good on the fucking switch you're just happy to fucking happy it's not running at fucking 14 frames, right? Oh, you were saying last week with Breath of the Wild, right? Like, yeah, if the Switch is managing a consistent frame rate, it's really hard to tell if it's good or bad. But yeah. yeah. Why is that? Um, no, just because they've sort of had a bad track record recently in terms of... Um, oh, yeah, with their super aging hardware. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, yeah, I haven't tested the entire game, but uh, yeah, it's um, it's good. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Um, did you play like the original? Did you play the original a lot, or like how does it? Where like where does this sort of rank in terms of? Like I, I don't know anything. I've not played a single Metroid game, so I don't know like what people consider. Is this the best one, or is this like somewhere? So it's like an average, like, why are they remastering this one in particular? You know, it's, it's hard to, like, it's kind of separate, right? The Prime games are kind of separate to the other Metroid games. I never really liked Metroid, to be honest. Uh, like, I, I always found it too clunky. There's, there's like, so there's the, the genre, right? Metroidvania, right? Which is a mashup of Metroid and Castlevania. And I prefer the games that feel more like Castlevania than the games that feel more like Metroid. And generally, I will, like, yeah, go in that direction. So there are some games, like Ori, right, uh, is a Metroidvania that's 
more Castlevania to me, right? Because uh, your movement is is always pretty good, right? Metroid Dread from last year is very Metroid, and I didn't really like it because you've very fucking eh, like you just sort of like you don't have a lot of fluid movement until you get your upgrades uh, in Metroid Dread. Anyway, like it, it's almost like they they took some nods uh, from from game design over the years, uh, which is smart. Um, Prime is a first-person game entirely, and it's it's just very different to the other Metroids, but it still uses that Metroidvania philosophy, uh, backtracking and, like, uh, remembering, like, locations that you'll need to, oh, yeah, I can't access there yet, but I'll be able to at some point um and like stuff like that and like explore exploration around the bounds of the the like viewable playable area and stuff like that um all of that stuff that you see that is now staples in metroidvanias is in metroid prime but it's in first person uh and games hadn't really done that shit before you know so it was yeah seminal like fucking important for people to to experience um at the time because uh, it sort of opened a lot of I reckon it inspired a lot of fucking game designers uh, and I think it, it led to a lot of great games so yeah yeah, uh, yeah. you got a you Switch OLED don't you? no no? Right. <laughs> no I have an a, um, original Switch alright yeah well you can still play it um, yeah uh, anyway Fair yeah, enough. Metroid Primary Mastered. Pretty good. All right. There you go. Um, cool. Next up, we've got The Light Brigade. The Light Brigade. So, uh, up front, I'm just going to flag that I uh, went to school with someone who's developing this. So, uh, do not consider this a review or anything like that. Uh, yeah, went to high school. with. Um, I played Goldeneye with one of the guys who's making this. Uh, anyway, so, uh, yeah, just get that out of the way, right? There, might, there may be bias, although I've played other games from them and uh, haven't been that enamored, so, uh, I don't know, anyway. The Light Brigade is another VR game. Uh, it's on fucking everything VR. Uh, Vive, Index... Uh, the Meta Quests 2, uh, PSVR 2, PSVR 1, fucking everything. But uh, it's basically a VR roguelike shooter uh, with, I guess, magic realism and World War II guns. Uh, you go in, you walk forward, you blap some dudes... You get blapped, you go back to the church, and then you start again, and you try and get a bit further. But depending on like how you went last time, you might have gotten some souls from the dudes you blapped. You can spend those souls to get like you upgrade your class, and you upgrade your class to get better weapons, uh, and then you go back in. And then depending on how far you get, if you uh, reach 
like certain milestones, you'll unlock like other things, other ways to upgrade your character. Or you can uh, go to the shop beforehand and, and buy like grenades or like upgrade other upgrades for your weapon to give it like special abilities in combat or a magic wand or some shit like that, right? Uh, and uh, yeah, it's it's a... Yeah, I don't know. It's a fucking roguelike. It's fucking Slay the Spire, but instead of fucking playing cards, you're going into a kill arena and flapping people. Um, it feels really good to play. It's kind of uh, lo-fi in its graphics, uh, which I think is a conceit to the fact that it's on every conceivable fucking VR platform, right? Uh like everything from the Quest 2 all the way up to the fucking Index or or the PSVR 2, like just fucking everything possible can play this fucking game. Um, but yeah, so my Vive plays it well. Uh, it, I, I'm having a problem at the moment because the wands, the HTC Vive wands have one, two, three four effectively four buttons and a trigger each uh and evidently i require more than that uh i need one more button on this thing so i can drop the magazines from my pistols um so i haven't been able to use pistols at the moment but uh being that i know someone on the dev team they are actively working to fix it which is good um the game's not out just yet i think it's out next week uh yeah seven days from now and uh yeah i just like it's like weird how compelling it is like it, it is the most uh i have played a vr game in ages mm. I've, I've put in like eight hours in the last week uh and that's a lot because like fatigue is a fucking factor man like imagine playing slay the spire right but you have to stand up the entire time and duck and like fucking dodge and and shit the entire time as opposed to just fucking lying on your back uh playing cards while the simpsons is playing on the tv like it's like a lot of fucking attention needs to be paid a lot of fucking uh there's like not movement movement but like there is act activity going on and uh yeah you're standing the entire fucking time um so yeah it's uh it's surprising to me how much effort i fucking put into this shit uh but i am actually having a real fucking good time uh mm. just because the shooting feels really good and uh the like the rogue like element really compels you to go back in you unlock something you're like oh, i want to see how that fucking plays i want to see how it fucking works and you go in and you do it again and maybe you get a bit further and that fucking you're like oh i could definitely i could definitely have done that better i'll just go in one more time uh there's like bosses and shit uh and yeah like the bosses are quite challenging but you can also like take him down i got all the way up to the final boss uh i didn't beat him i should have um but 
my fucking Vive, my ones ran mm. out of battery and it didn't have like an auto pause or anything system. So what I should have done is quickly alt F forward because uh, it would have just dumped me back at the start of the boss fight. Uh, but instead uh, I just died, uh, which was sad. I got all the way up there with all my, like you get three lives. You can buy more lives uh, as you play through, but um, yeah, you get three lives by default. When you die, so there's, there's a bit of a system to it. When you die, your soul gets sort of dropped on the ground. You got to get back to your soul. You got to re-up or like re-take re over your body and then uh, re like allow your soul back into your body and then you can, you can go on to fight. But if you get shot before you take the soul back, uh, then you die properly. And so there's like this tense this tension as you're trying to get back to your fucking soul and all that kind of shit. Uh, but I got there with like all three lives and fucking tons of ammo and like a fully upgraded weapon. And I was fucking pants in the cunt. And he's a multi-phase boss. Uh, and uh, yeah, then the, the ones died. And that was, <laughs> that was upsetting. But nevertheless, uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It just plays spectacularly well the default weapon first gun you get is a fucking Giwi a Gewehr 43 and man I've gotten so good with that fucking thing uh, like just fucking like hip firing cunts and like fucking snapshotting motherfuckers and teleporting on top of them and blapping the fuck out of them I can't use my pistol but that's okay I don't care and yeah uh, it's cool I really like it. If you've got VR, I would highly recommend checking it out. Uh, but uh, I know not everyone has VR. It is coming yeah. to PSVR too. Uh, mm -hmm. I reckon. I reckon it's going to be a hit. Like anyone who plays it will get it, right? But that's the fucking curse of VR. Yeah, you need to play it. You, you need to play it at all. You need to play VR <laughs> in general to to get it to understand it. Yeah. Right, because anybody that plays there is like, "Oh, this is fucking cool." Yeah, you're like, "Oh my, changed my life." God, and yeah. this is a game that actually, like, this this actually feels really good f in VR. It's not just like, "Holy fuck, this is this VR shit's amazing," right? Like, which is what happened to a lot of people fucking playing Half Life Alex is they fucking wet their it pants because they never fuck fucking up. played a fucking VR game before and they didn't know that there was actually good shit out there. Um, so, yeah, they're like, oh my God, Half-Life Alex, so cool. I went back and played Half-Life Alex, Luke. I didn't put it on the list. Good. Uh, but, it's very good. Uh, it's one of the it's, best um, VR games I've made. It's still, still pretty lame. <laughs> still pretty lame. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah. Uh, the Light Brigade. That's the Light good. Brigade? Yeah. There you go. Check uh, it out. Made by a guy who used to lose to me at Goldeneye. So, mm. but so did everyone, right, Luke? No. Right? Yeah. You were practicing for ages. Uh, no, absolutely yeah. fucking not. Absolutely I fucking one not. game. Absolutely fucking not. You got fucking wallops. All right, we got some more games here. Wild Hearts is uh, that's it's now out, right? Officially. Uh, is it not in early early play? Is it, is it still in that EA thing where you're able to play it a couple of days early? Or was that maybe this week? I don't fucking know. No, yeah, it's, I mean by the time it'll people hear this, be it'll be out. out. It'll definitely be out by the time people hear this. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Wild Hearts. Um, yeah, not for me, eh? Uh, I'm just going to say it up front. Uh, it's, the big, it's the big game this week, I guess. Uh, and yeah, it's just, it's not for me. It's, um, it's a Monster Hunter type game. And I just don't like Monster Hunter type games. I don't know how to fucking explain it. Uh, like, I, I don't know, right? Like, I, I kind of see the appeal, but there's just so much busy work going on. And I just, I just want to fucking do the action, right? Uh, it's got, Wild Hearts has that monster hunter thing where you'll be fighting a giant monster and everything's fucking epic. And then the monster will start running away and you got to chase after it, right? And I just find that, I, I just don't see the appeal. I don't see how that is... It just, it saps the fucking fight of its epicness because suddenly it turns from this existential threat to, oh, I'm, I'm the one, like, you know, the hunter becomes the hunted, right? Like, but I'm the predator the whole time here, right? Like, I don't see the appeal in hunting, I guess, is what it is. Yeah, well, the idea is that it runs away, so you have to hunt it. You got to track it down. Yeah, but there's, yeah. I just, like, yeah, I just don't care for that style. Like, when we played The Hunter, if I if the thing I shot didn't die on the spot, I didn't chase <laughs> it down. I didn't yeah. give a shit. Uh, I don't want to fucking track shit after I've shot it, right? Like, I do, no, I do my one shot, and then that's it, right? Like, yeah, oh, man, I don't know. So it's not for me, uh, but it's it's like the art art style is fucking gorgeous. Uh, it it really does have a very distinctive blend of like this animalistic uh, like character or monster design with like this overgrown like almost like if fucking poison ivy ruled the the world type thing because uh, mm-hmm. everything's sort of half plant half animal and shit uh it looks very cool um which is yeah cool um the there's like a system where you like build um like boxes and stuff uh you can like build these i i I only i've only been able to build like basic boxes that i can climb up strands uh strands uh, yeah there's strands um i think Strands is a is a word in them in the game, right? Uh, but anyway, uh, the other thing I've built is like a springboard. Uh, um, like it's a cool idea. It allows you to sort of access different areas, and that's that's interesting. Uh, you got to like farm basic materials to be able to like do that though, and that's less interesting. Mm. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think I think some people are really going to get a kick out of this game, but it's definitely not for me. Um, yeah, it's it's extremely monster huntery, and I don't like those games, and I don't like them to the point that I wouldn't be able to tell you if this is monster huntery enough to appeal to a monster hunter fan. But I suspect monster hunter fans will probably get yeah. 
a bit out of it. Yeah, I mean, Monster Hunter fans definitely like Monster Hunter. <laughs> um, well, that is true. And, um, like, there's been some recent stuff that have tried to do, like, that sort of thing again. Um, and they seem really popular as well, so... Yeah, I don't know, man. We have to, I guess, wait and see what happens with it. But um, I, the, the thing people sort of want is the Monster Hunter game that is on the PC or that is on the PlayStation. Like, the current-gen consoles as opposed to, like, yeah. playing it on a Switch and yeah. it looking kind of old and outdated. Because um, yeah. it's been a while since, like, uh, Monster Hunter World. And yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. People, I think, just want, want to play something that's a bit, you know more new gen so it, it might do well I yeah we'll see. like like you know here's hoping yeah uh yeah anyway not all right either. anything else to add no nah. no nah, i just realized that i did play a little bit of something uh and then i forgot what it was again um all right uh marvel's midnight suns has back on it. yeah some new dlc that's out um, some uh, Deadpool DLC and right. so I jumped in to check that out because um, they rolled out a patch a little while ago and it kind of just broke the game uh, it was causing right. a lot of crashes okay. at least and this latest patch with the um, with the Deadpool DLC introduced some um, a lot of new fixes including DLSS 3 uh, and some additional ray tracing options and that sort of stuff so I, uh, I played a couple of hours of it and um just mess around with like the Deadpool storyline. You can kind of just, as as long as you're past a specific part in that game, you can kind of just jump in and then start the Deadpool stuff. You can kind of bring him into your team. Um, if, if people aren't aware what Midnight Suns is, it's a it's a collectible like card game made by the um, XCOM team for Access, uh, and they are uh, it's a turn based strategy game basically, um, where you play cards and the heroes on the uh, battlefield attack enemies and and off you go um and the gameplay is phenomenal like it's amazing it's so much fun to 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 play these games and they every time you play a card something over the top ridiculous happens and it just looks gorgeous and all that sort of stuff uh and on the side it's got this weird like fire emblem relationship building game that is there but you don't really have to interact with it um and kind of just ignore that sort of stuff yep. so that's pretty much how i play it um but yeah, it's 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 good. It's really good. It's the definitely the type of game where I just duck in every once in a while and we'll just fire it up and play like a couple of rounds and then jump out and off I go. Um, it's it's a you know unfortunately it sounds like it didn't sell well recently from the Take Two financials that we talked about last week. Yeah, and um, he I think it was the the CEO. I can't remember his name. Let's go with Strauss. Strauss. I think it was Strauss. Zelnick. Yeah. Um, was like I think the timing was pretty bad on this one. It's like mm-hmm. no yeah. shit, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you so dropped it, to die. Yeah, you literally d- dropped it in like the worst possible time. It was it was supposed to come out in like March of 2022, right? And they, which is like the perfect time for a game like this. Yeah. Um, not in December or whenever it was supposed to come, <laughs> wherever it ended up coming out. Um, where it, that it's it's such a niche game as it is, and it's gonna get eaten up. Yeah. Doesn't matter that it's got Marvel attached to it, like. It, it's the gameplay is just not that sort of thing and so um if you were to release it like now where well not definitely not now this is a terrible week to release it but uh 
like this sort of Q1 period where it's a little bit slower, maybe in January. They could have waited yep. a month yep. and just dropped it in January where there's not a lot of stuff coming out and being like, hey, there you go. Take the Bayonetta or the Darksiders approach. Um, and I think it would have done pretty well because the word of mouth would have got out there and people could have been playing this game. Uh, instead, it got sort of eaten up by everything else that was coming out of Christmas. Pokemon. It got eaten up by fucking Pokemon. Yeah. Um, anyway, like I highly recommend Marvel's Midnight Suns. It's a very good game. Um, and uh, the, 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 the core combat card-based mechanic is just... It's extremely addictive um, once you get in there, and it's it's super rewarding. So, yeah, just the story is fucking terrible and all that shit around it. I sort of skip past a lot of that, um, but, but the campaign's fun. Um, so yeah, I want to talk about that one quickly. Um, anyway, the Ooh. the only game that I've been playing this week is Hogwarts Legacy, right? Um, which is now I guess officially out. Sure. Um, yeah, I guess we we mentioned it last week. I've mentioned it a bunch of times. Mm. J.K. Rowling is a massive cunt. Mm. At the end of the day, um, she is not involved with this game other than being the license holder, I guess. Yep. Um, uh, and unfortunately, she makes money off of it, the sales because she owns property, um, which is fucked. But uh, I didn't pay for it. I got a copy given to me for review purposes. Uh, I'll, I'll briefly talk about it because um, I um, I enjoy the movies. I never read the books. Enjoy the really enjoy the movies. A lot of good fun. Um, so I'm pretty you know into what they've done with them. I thought they're all very good. Uh, and I was again hesitant about playing this just because of all the stipulation, all the controversy surrounding it. Uh, and I was fully expecting it to be not that good. Um, but it, it is. It is actually very good. Right. Um, it is one of those games where you are wholeheartedly brought into a world that people are very familiar with. Um, and they do such a good job of recreating that um, that it, it, it feels... And it doesn't feel like a gimmick thing. We've seen... We've seen some good examples of that, I think, in terms of like you know the Arkham's the Arkham games and uh, you know Marvel Spider Man and, and these um, these worlds that have all, like a bunch of Star Wars games even like that have existing properties that people are really know and are fond of, and once you're sort of brought into that world, um, it sort of elevates your appreciation for for that media, uh, and then there's the other side of it where it's like you get hot garbage um i guess these days you see a lot less of it but back in the day you'd have these movie tying games um and because they were tied in with the movie they were in like a year and a half development or a year of development they'd pop out and they'd be just utter garbage right um and they wouldn't they wouldn't do anything for that property at all yep. and so I, I like even recently I feel like I'm on the fucking hate train with these guys, but like Ilphonic's um, Ghostbusters game, right? Yeah. I never really felt like in that particular game, like, oh, I'm a Ghostbuster. Like, it just never really clicked for me um, in terms of what it was doing. But a game like Hogwarts Legacy, just they have absolutely nailed all of that stuff. You really feel Um, like you're Batman. Yeah, you feel like you're a fucking wizard. 
you feel like you're a Batman. Um, and you were in this, you were in Hogwarts, you know, the castle, and there are, you know, moving paintings and secret hallways, and there's kids all around, like, talking to each other, and just weird shit flying around, and, like, every time you go through a different hallway, there is something to look at, and, and something new you're sort of seeing in this world. Um... And you're learning, you're constantly learning new spells, and it's a third-person, like, action game, um, where, sort of almost like a scissor-paper-rock system, where enemies will have, eventually they'll get to points where they'll have, like, shields on top of them, and you've got to use the right combination of spell tool to break that shield, and then you can start doing damage to them. Um, and it's about like managing what, sh what spells you've got and, and what you should be hitting them with. And each spell does something a little bit different. Um, can't you just Avada Kedavra everything? I don't just think, I don't know if that's in the game. Maybe it is. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you, so you are learning new spells throughout the game. You're learning how to craft potions. You're getting brooms and flying around on them. Um, you're solving like a lot of puzzles like a lot of puzzles tons of puzzles like there's a, a staggering amount of stuff involving puzzles in the game to a point where there's not i was sort of expecting it to be a an action combat game um and there's hasn't been a whole lot of like here's a dungeon and run through it like a lot of it is puzzle focus it's about so, like going into a room and figuring out how to get through this particular thing that they've given you to do it and solving it and then you know there's a couple of enemies you'll fight up against and a couple of boss enemies and that sort of thing um and so yeah it's just like constantly dishing out new things for me to learn and i'm about 15 hours in 12 to 15 hours in um and it doesn't I, I'm not getting a sense of like, oh, this is getting old. Like I'm doing the same thing over and over again. It's always giving me something new. Uh, and the map is like fucking enormous. It's huge. Uh, it's staggering how big it is. I thought like, oh, it's getting Hogwarts and Hogsmeade and whatever it is. But it's, uh, yeah, it just kind of zooms out and keeps going and keeps going. And, and yeah, there's tons of it. Um, I They rolled out a patch on day i guess zero or day one um i've not had a single perform like bug or anything weird happen with it i know there were uh people in the review period that saying there were, there were issues and all sorts of weird shit going on uh, i've not seen any of that sort of stuff um at all yet so i don't know i'm gonna keep playing it uh and see if it starts getting a bit more repetitive because i've heard the main campaign is about 30 hours long um even longer if you're like doing all the side missions which i i am i'm doing all a bunch of that stuff because it gets you extra stuff to unlock and 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 all that sort of thing um there's like a gear system involved as well where you're um you're getting different pieces of clothing with items attached uh, different perks attached to them and that sort of stuff like it's a very i was sort of surprised by how deep it is um they've obviously spent a lot of time on it and and uh yeah it seems like people have having a lot of fun with it because it's breaking all sorts of records on um all over the place uh there was a, a news story the other day about it like smashing elden ring box sales in in uh the uk uh, right so yeah i mean it's a it, it sucks that like you've got this obviously very talented studio that has put a lot of time into this game uh and it's it's being fucked over because some dickhead is at the top of the well not the top of the pyramid but somewhere near the top who keeps 
poking their head in and saying stupid shit. Um, and unfortunately, you've got, you know, all these hardworking people that, yeah, I mean, doesn't look good on them. You got to weigh it up, right? You got to weigh it yeah. up as an individual. Uh, how you feel about that kind of shit? Like, it's very easy for me to be all like, "Oh, well, I'm not going to play it because, uh, you know, um, trans rights uh, are human rights." And also, but also at the same time, I do not give a fuck about Harry Potter. So, like, I'm not really putting anything on the line there, am I? Right? Mm -hmm. Like, it's 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 sort of an empty fucking gesture, you know. And uh, yeah, at the same time, like, every, everyone has their own lines to draw. Uh, everyone has to find their own fucking measures, you know. So. Uh, yeah, it it is it's it's got to be disappointing to be shackled uh, to uh, a a raging fuckhole like J.K. Rowling. Uh, but uh, the you know the flip side is the being shackled to a raging fuckhole like J.K. Rowling is literally the only reason this game is being bought as much as it is because it's attached to the Harry Potter fucking franchise. So like yeah, it's that it's good is a is a huge uh win for those developers. That's what that would that is what I would take away for those developers is that people generally like think the game is good uh as opposed to hey, we're making lots of sales because they're making lots of sales off the back of an IP that is anchored by a cunt. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, I don't know, man. Like, it's uh, yeah, it's unfortunate that they've had this black cloud above them um, and, and, like, I don't... I don't understand what the, what the fuck Warner Brothers is doing at this point. Like just jettison her into the sun, just buy a fuck buy her out or some shit. Maybe they got no money left to buy her out. I don't know. Um, I keep giving it to Ezra Miller. Just get yeah, get rid of her. Like those other movies were not good that she made. She wrote like she wasn't really involved in the original films. Like she was, I think, a producer in some of the last ones. But um, and obviously she wrote the properties. But like these new films that they're making, it, it, they're her film. She's writing them and executive producing all sort of stuff um and, and nobody went and saw that last one like it didn't make money yeah and so they've got to be thinking like how long can we put up for this for she keeps going on about it um yeah anyway yeah no like i think the curious thing for me will be is this thing has made obviously a shit ton of money um what's next are they gonna follow it up with a sequel because it's obvious it's set so it's set in like the 19th century um so it's like a i think it's about 100 years before um you know the harry potter era right. um and like do they do they go forward at some state like what does that sort of look like in a you know a sequel to this because they've obviously done i put a lot of time and effort into it um is it dlcs or like what is the next step because i don't think they step away like it just doesn't make any sense how like considering how successful this thing is so far um what they like I, what i'd do i'd fire fire fucking jk into the sun announce a sequel and be done with it <laughs> yeah. um yeah it's currently um number 
it was like second or third on Steam charts today. Um, so yeah, it's getting a lot of play. But anyway, mm. I, I I'm surprised. Like I said, I, I was fully prepared to come in here and shit on it. Yep. Um, but it's it's actually really good. Um, I what I want to go back and do is at some point revisit that IGN review which we talked about because I'm not seeing a lot of the things that they've talked about yet and I maybe I'm just like one of the things that stuck out to me was like there's only like two types of enemies and I'm like uh all right <laughs> maybe maybe I have to go check that out yeah I'm definitely running into different types of enemies so I, yeah, I don't know right. what what the fuck is going on there um maybe there was some sort of footnote attached to that but I just kind of want to go reread that because I, I remember when I watched the video being like, this doesn't seem like a nine. I still don't think it's a nine in my personal opinion. Yeah. It's very good. I'd yeah. probably put it between an eight and a nine somewhere at this point. Right. Um, but like- And if I'm, you divorce yourself from your wishing you were a fucking little wizard boy. Yeah. Oh, three. You, yeah. All right. All right. That's what I thought. <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah. Um, no, no. Like even uh, aside from all of that, it's just. I mean, it's really I don't know, well man. Together. Like a lot of what you talked about is how it immerses you in this world that you know people have a, a strong attachment to. So, like a lot of what works for the game for you is definitely attached to the the you know the fucking IP, right? Yeah. So, but that's the same for all those other games we talked about. Like if if you know you have such a strong bond to those things it was a different property it may not play out the same way baby like what well well, if this thing was called wizard man yeah it'd still be your game okay because like the what i'm saying is like the scope the the attention to detail and in, in like the levels and yeah. uh running around and all that sort of stuff like there's tons of stuff you can see and do, like i was I was just running out exploring at one point and mm. I heard this whooshing sound as I'm running down this fucking path mm. and I'm like, what is that? And I, Because I heard it for about 10 seconds. I had no idea what it was mm. and I turn around and there's this fuck off dragon, like huge dragon, right. like right coming in behind me. I'm like, what is that? And it swoops down, goes into the field next to me and like picks up a fucking sheep and just takes off into the sky and I'm like, holy shit that was amazing yep. all i could think about was skyrim at that point being like skyrim i want a skyrim you game filth you filth that's an um, elden ring moment if ever i heard one yeah uh no like that sort of thing is just like holy yeah. shit that's cool that's so cool yeah um yeah i mean if it was a wizard game that you know whatever um i'd still play it because uh, it is no, very I'm satisfying. You, I'm not saying you wouldn't play it. I'm just saying, like, it seems like a lot of what you've enjoyed is attached to the IP. And, like, that moment is a very compelling argument mm. uh, against that. Uh, I'm just saying, like, yeah, you give it an eight. What would you say? Like an 8.5, right? Probably 8 something. 8, yeah. eight to 8. I've I, I not finished it. I don't I'm know. Just it could be, like, shit in you, the next half. If you, like, ditched the portion of you that wishes Hagrid had come to your doorstep, would it drop points, do you think? No, no, I don't no. think so. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Um, I like. I think the combat is, although it is simple, yep. it's still interesting and compelling. Like, I would probably jack the difficulty up. Um, like I said, it's got this scissor paper rock system, but on top of that, 
there's like this ridiculous combo meter where you are like switching between spells doing like Liviosa and then like hitting them three times and then doing another spell um hitting them with fire and then and then like grabbing them and pulling them towards you or like shooting them off like there's a bunch of different combinations you can sort of learn to juggle enemies um and the game sort of teaches you how to do that a little bit but it doesn't like fully go into like all right well here's how to do it now like there's obviously a deep a deeper um system in there for the combat but it is kind of pretty simple um but i think that is because it aim is aimed to such a wide range of people it is aimed for kids Mm. and up to like people that are our age because we've grown up with this stuff and so um it needs to be sort of a, a wider range net so you could absolutely chuck it on a harder difficulty. Like I did a fight last night where I was like, I've been cruising through this thing and I got to a fight and I was like, all right, this is starting to get a bit harder. Like I'm having to manage a few more spells here. Like not just the the basic four that I'm running. Like I'm switching between another skill bar and and, and uh, having to really uh, micromanage what's attacking me and what spells I need and all that sort of stuff. Like there's, there's obviously a compelling or a deeper system for the combat you can get into, but... Um, it's not like it's it's not going to be too anything it's not dark souls i saw a comparison to fucking elden ring at some point with dark souls it ain't that um yeah i mean it it is very good i I don't know what else i can say it is good Mm. i'm disappointed surrounded by all this bullshit but um i'm glad that they like they've put out a product that is um you know sort of stand separate from that and hopefully they get a chance to either work on something else or um or, or get a part to make make a game that's not you know overshadowed by some fuckhead um yeah because they're obviously very talented people and eventually once they divorce themselves from jk yeah and they continue to make these games throughout the time periods they get to the same time period as harry potter hmm. and then they explain why though maybe they do it in like the american school of wizardry sure. right and then they can finally explain why none of these kids when faced off against fucking wizards who are theoretically just people wearing fucking big fucking dressing gowns everywhere why they didn't just bust a cap in them right how come none of them use guns so just- shields Get the fuck out of here. a mod for modding your uh, wand into a, like, John Wick mod. No. <laughs> it's no. fucking great. No, There's great. a lot of really good mods going around right now. And, yeah, one of them is, like, switching out the wand for guns. Uh, yeah. It looks amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. That is Hogwarts Legacy. Um, as I said, I got a review code for that. I didn't mo- did not buy it. Um, oh. And is it out? It's out now for everyone to play. Which mm. seems like most people, except for Joe Barr at this it? point. <laughs> yeah. How will they play it without buying it? I don't know. Mm. Figure that out. All right. Well, there you go. That's the games we got for this week. We got a bunch of news lined up here. Uh, not a whole lot of exciting stuff happening, but a few small things. Uh, Dead Island 2 has been moved up. Hasn't been delayed. It's been un- undelayed. Reshuffled. Undelayed. Undelayed. All right. All right. Speedy. <laughs> uh, 
Dead Island 2 has been moved up a week to April 21. Um, it's also gone gold. And uh, I was like, that's cool. That's all right. What did they move? What, like, why'd they get out of the way? They obviously got out of the way something. And I'd look, mm. it was Star Wars Jedi Survivor. So that's, yeah. uh, that's a photo <laughs> confidence for the old uh, Jedi Survivor. Yeah. It does look pretty good. I'm, ex- I'm, I'm pretty keen for it. So. You've played it, right? What, Jedi Survival? Oh, sorry, no, Dead Island. You, you played Dead Island too. I have, I have about played it. Dead Island. We've talked about it before. I, I am actually quite keen on Dead Island too. But uh, yeah, I get moving out of the way of Jedi Survival. It's going to have the, the Disney monolith, the EA monolith. It's going to have some fucking backing, some marketing spend, I suspect. Uh, yeah. So yeah, smart to, smart to move that shit. Yeah, and uh, you don't want to you don't want to push it back because you'll be competing against may may we call it mayhem now ah nice mayhem yep. let's call it that That's um good. and and June hem uh it's May June, June is just fucked at this point June hem terrible June apocalypse yeah, uh, what about that one That's way better mayhem and June apocalypse Yep. That's good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this one I chucked in here. PUBG Studios is developing a new PvPVE looter shooter. It's Escape from Tarkov-esque Jeez. game. I can't wait to play a Tarkov game with, you know, the worst maps you can fucking imagine. <laughs> right. It sounds really appealing to me. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, this, this kind of, I don't know, sign of the times, isn't it? Yeah. And, they set the trend and now they're chasing a trend. Oh. Well, the 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 rumor was that they oh, it wasn't a rumor. I guess being confirmed at this point, but they were they were making PUBG two, right? Um, that got scrapped, and um, now they're trying to do a Escape from Tarkov game. PUBG and Escape Oof. from Tarkov kind of makes makes sense. Like, like I don't know, what would a PUBG two look like? Why why not just do the Let's we're up do the Fortnite thing, right? We're updating PUBG. It's got overhauled graphics, and it's still called PUBG. Like, do that. I don't know. They'd have to update all those red T-shirts. Yeah, there's <laughs> a lot of red T-shirts, and I've got fucking tons of them. Oh, I'd have to come and update them personally oh, as yeah. well, because yeah. I ain't giving those back. That's it. I have so many of those shit crates. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, anyway, uh, I don't know. I, like, I'd be interested to see what that would look like, like if it played similar to PUBG. I obviously like the mechanics and the shooting in that game, so... True. Um, and we've got that, that stuff down pat. Uh, but, like, I guess pub, a PUBG PV, PvPVE is just, like, a more complex PUBG game at a certain point without the, the, the zone. Shrinking. I mean, fucking these days playing on the OC servers you're already playing PvPVE most of the time because it's right. fucking mostly bots oh <laughs> yeah uh yeah uh I don't know man I I think they're just out of ideas and they're chasing trends man and they used to set the trends and and now they're oh, out well. of oh uh, well yeah um I guess we'll wait and see what that is I wouldn't be surprised if we see this pop out in a year's time and it's an early access game and just chase that early access like like kind of like what pub PUBG did, did at that stage yeah um yeah i guess we'll see what happens there all right 
moving on, um, this is something we talked about last week, and I guess we'll just do a bit of a follow-up. I think it was something... Yeah, we, we did talk about last week. Um, the Legend of Zelda... Uh, what's it called? Tears what's the sequel of called? The Fallen? Tears of the Fallen. Tears. tears of, I think it's Tears. Te- tears of my tears. wallets. Holding my wallets. Uh <laughs> Is now going to be a, a seventy dollars price tag in the US, which um, brings it up to like one hundred and fifty bucks here or something like that. I don't know, um, but they, yes, they have followed suit with Xbox and PlayStation. They're jacking up the prices of their select first party games. I haven't said it's for all, just certain ones. Um, hmm. I don't know. I don't buy it. I mean, it's a they're being greedy. I think they're being greedy, Job. I just I don't understand like. How is it not? I just don't understand why it's not accompanied by another fucking console. It's just (laughs) insane. Yeah, it's bananas. Fuck. It's so that they can sell you a new console and then sell you the game again because it'll be the remastered version. Mm. Yep. We're through the looking glass now. Fucking hell. Yep. I don't know, man. It's just fucking whack. It's whack. Anyway. Yeah. uh, I'm going to get it anyway. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, next piece of news here we got is Microsoft confirms Game Pass cannibalizes sales on the platform, tries to explain that it's actually okay. Um, so this was a news story that popped out during the week from um, Phil Spencer talking about how uh, Game Pass games actually hurt sales. Uh, and it came through a this inquiry that's currently going on um, for the sale of Activision and Microsoft, mm. um, which I, I guess there's a bit of two sides to the story. One is like the the side of people being like, "Yeah, of course, that's sort of we get it. That's how that should work." Yep. The other side of the story is that's not what Microsoft was saying. Yeah, a year ago, they were saying that's, the opposite. That's, that's the problem. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, like. Uh, on our Discord, uh, LJM, Liam was saying, like making a pretty good point. Liam, or was it Morka? I don't know what him. Was making a pretty good point about um, the the fact that like what they need to do is if you've got Game Pass, the they need to like really ramp up the discount because then the sale isn't as big a deal like is, is as big a problem what happens a lot uh is that by the time it's leaving game pass uh the sale like it, it's it's discounted like 10 percent, maybe uh something usually five percent uh but you like meanwhile on steam it's like fucking 60 percent off and so why would you buy it on xbox at that mm-hmm. point and like there are other reasons you shouldn't fucking buy games uh certainly on the windows store yeah they are uh, a p price they're they're like the the high the highest price you could possibly get even with 10 percent off it's still not cheaper than going into a store that and all the fucking uwp horse shit where it's like harder to install games or use mods or anything like that like you you're getting a fucking new version of the game but if you've got an xbox right theoretically you should feel inclined to buy it on the xbox but then you've also like by the time it's leaving game pass it's also way cheaper at fucking like retail like jb or something so yeah 
a five to ten percent fucking discount just isn't fucking enough, right? And yeah, they should really look into how that system works. I think that's a really good point. Um, because I think it would alleviate it somewhat, but the nature of Game Pass is like you said before, like, duh, of course it does, of course it cannibalizes. That's what it's gonna fucking do, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, I mean, the, the interesting thing here is whether this sale is going to go through. Like, we're catching up. They've got, what, th- four months left? I don't know what the deadline was. I thought it was June for some reason. Um, to try and sort this shit out. Like, I think it'll go through. But at the same time, it's taken a while. It's getting close. Um, and there's a new story that come out that said, like, if it doesn't go through, Bobby Kotick will still stay as the CEO which yeah y- yay mm. he's done such a bang up job over there yeah um alright um this last piece of news here I snuck in just because I was looking at Reddit games and it's like literally the third story on this list or top yeah. five or some shit I don't know um Alan Wake 2 update Remedy provided some updates on their games one of them is Alan Wake 2 says here Alan Wake 2 is in full production the game will soon have all content in place and it is playable from start to finish Uh, we will then move on to polishing the experience this came from Remedy CEO Terra Vitala Um, Alan Wake 2 was revealed at the uh, 2021 Game Awards this is coming from Destructoid.com it says uh, and it was set to launch in 2023 so that's this year we've not seen it anything we've not seen any gameplay We've seen some artwork. We've seen that initial uh, Game Awards 2021 trailer, and that is it. They've gone completely dark on this thing. Um, what I will tell you is that just because a game is playable from start to finish doesn't mean it's ready. <laughs> like the amount yeah, of times yeah, I've heard yeah, that, because yeah. um, mm. I saw I saw a bunch of news posts from a variety of publications being like. It's going to be like, it's done. It'll be out sooner than most people think. Yeah. Uh, when I saw Cyberpunk 2077 for the first time at E3, they said that game was playable from start to finish behind closed doors. Uh, and that game took a, a lot, a couple of years <laughs> yeah. afterwards to come out and it was still not in good shape. So um, playable start to finish doesn't mean shit. I, I th- like, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. don't mean anything and so um i would love for this game to come out this year be like one of those hot drops where oh, yeah. they're just bing bang like here it is here's the, the trailer it's coming out in six months done um that'd be awesome because uh, yeah. i'm so interested to see what that game is like now because yeah. it's not it's, it's supposed to be a horror game now um third person horror game and they have obviously smashed it with that last game they put out um so yeah we'll wait and see what happens with anything you want to add for that no uh no. i would love for it to happen but i don't think it will yeah that's all uh they gave an update on control 2 not control 2 just the sequel to control yep. um it says we uh, now have detailed concepts of the game vision and all creative areas including the gameplay narrative and art we are pleased with the work the team has done, and as of January 2023, the game has progressed into a or into the proof of concept stage. Um, so this is the cool. uh, Control 2 sequel, uh, and it sounds like it's starting to 
slowly get together. Like, I assume what's going to happen here is the Alan Wake 2 team will finish and they'll pull a bunch of people off of that uh, to start ramping up Control 2 and leading on from there. Because um, if you're not familiar, Control and Alan Wake are set in the same universe and it sounds like they'll be tied together, um, judging from the uh, Control DLC. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there you go. That's uh, some Remedy updates. I don't know. It seems people are hyped for that. I, like, I wasn't... Ex- it's like on top of Reddit. It's one of the top posts on Reddit. So, yeah. They've obviously got a pedigree behind them, Remedy. Um, and people was, are keen for that stuff. That was very musical. A pedigree behind them, Remedy. Yeah, that's what I do. Lyrics, baby. Uh, hmm. All right. Well, there you go. That's the news for this week. Any questions at all we can get through? Seems like we've got a question. Uh, right, here we got Dakota writes. Decoder, not Dakota like Dakota Fanning. It might be like Dakota Fanning. Maybe uh, it is. Maybe it is. Yeah. Uh, Decoder writes, Hi, Luke, Job, and Nate. Thank you for the... EOY end of year mega podcast. Nate, I really appreciate your commentary on TV, movies, and games. Please give us more. Luke, thank you for keeping the podcast on track for over 12 overs, hours, I suppose. Uh, I hope your partner <laughs> is doing well in her cancer fight. Job, thank you for the most entertaining, progressively drunken podcast ever published. And sorry for the loss of your father last year. Thanks, dude. Uh, I hope you all had a good Christmas and New Year's Eve. And a good festive break with family and friends. All the best for 2023. Cheers. There's no question, Dakota. All the, I hope you had. I hope you had something. That's that is. I hope you all had a good Christmas. That's a question. I don't. I don't know that it is. I don't okay. know that it is. I appreciate the sentiment very deeply. However, it is not a question, mm. and so it will be stricken from the record. Yeah. Uh, in the sense that we're not going to delete it from the podcast, but no. But I'm refusing to watch any more Dakota Fanning films from now on. That's it. That's it. You're gone from my must-watch list. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, to be fair, I always liked Elle Fanning better anyway. Whoa. That's insanity. That's crazy shit. I can't <laughs> believe you'd say this. What? I can't picture either of them. <laughs> What's that? I can't picture either, either of them. Oh. What, what either of them has been in. Um, she was in, um... Man on Fire! How, like, you're fucking cooked, mate. Man on Fire? That's the no, kind was, of That's She was in The Girl from Plain, Plainville recently. She played the lead in that. Um, and she's in this Death Stranding sequel, remember? She's, like, everywhere oh, in this yeah, game. Right. Kojima yeah. keeps posting photos of her. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh. Well, it's gonna be easy to skip then. Um... <laughs> yep. That's... Dakota's not even her fucking first name. It's fucking... It's Hannah. This is horseshit. L's first name isn't even L. Fuck. This entire this fucking whole family, family is just, fucking yeah. scam artists. Uh, not writing questions. Fuck me. Uh, awesome. Do we have anything to plug, Luke? Oh, do we? Uh-oh. Um, I don't... No? What do I normally plug on here? I don't have anything I've been working on that I can plug. Um, the website you work on. Gamepur, I guess you can go yeah. check that out. Um, did I talk about Knock at the Cabin last week? I think I did. 
Yeah, probably. I don't know, man. Yeah, you did. I did. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I really had time this week to watch anything. Um, you gonna watched, go see Ant Man? Uh, yeah. I think I'll go see it at some point. Right. I haven't seen a- Avatar yet. Avatar. Um, you still haven't seen it. Well. No, I think I'll maybe try and go this week to see Ant Man. I'll see how my personal life schedule is going. Mm. Um, but. I, I am keen to see that. I, although it's not reviewing very well. It is the second movie on the Marvel Cinematic Universe list that is now a rotten. So. Oh, shit. Yeah. What was the first? That's the easy, it's an easy one. Eternals, right? Oh, right. Yeah. I keep forgetting that movie exists. Yeah. My bad. My bad. I was like thinking, you know, fucking, I don't know, Love and Thunder. People seem to not like that. I, I didn't hate it. It's scraped in. I wouldn't in call it. it rotten. Huh? Yeah, it's scraped in at like 60-something percent. Oh, right. Um, what else is there? Iron Man 2, Thor 2. Thor 2 is still rated high. Um, That's crazy. That's crazy. That movie stinks out loud. Um, we saw Iron Man 2 really drunk on the Gold Coast, remember? Mm. Remember that? I don't super remember it. Uh, <laughs> I remember yeah, it was not in, wanting I to think watch it, it again. <laughs> It was in um, Gold Class, right? It was, yeah. Yeah. Uh, good times. No, I don't have anything to plug. You've got some stuff to plug, though. I got Way more exciting plug. than me. I got a thing to plug. Um, if you go to Amazon and search for Do Not Kill, uh, maybe chuck my name in Job, uh, I wrote a book, a novelette, uh, which is what they call... Uh, it's too long to be a short story, too long to be submitted as a short story anywhere. I got a lot of rejections, uh, cause it's too long. Uh, I sought some advice and the advice I got was you should just publish it. Uh, and so I published it. Um, and yeah, it's a story about a guy who goes down to Antarctica, uh, to search for oil and, uh, what he and the team find down there is uh will change their lives forever um it's a so thriller, you've, you've written horror you've written the thing so what happened oh there are so many the thing <laughs> there are some really really on the nose the thing references in it <laughs> uh i don't know how i don't know if they're too on the nose uh nobody i, I got a couple of people to read it beforehand and they didn't notice so mm. uh i think i got away with it but uh yeah mega mega thing fans are gonna fucking pick that shit i think um but yeah the thing at the mountains of madness um it's drawing pretty deep on on some classic horror shit but i think it doesn't qualify as a horror at the end of the day it's about fourteen thousand words and the only reason i haven't read it as an audiobook is because it's from the point of view of a Texan, uh, a Texan boomer. And yeah. I don't want to try and do that. I don't want to try. I don't want to do that voice. So, uh, Jung can do it. I'll get Jung to do it. Genius. <laughs> Genius. Yeah. Uh, that's actually a really good idea. I think I have to pay him. Um, but yeah. So anyway, I think it's good. I think it's a good story. It's got a, it's like, it's got a good, like, fucking flow to it and has all the parts. It's got a beginning, a middle, and an end. Uh, and, yeah, 
I think it's pretty good. So go and give it a squiz. Uh, it's less than a fucking cup of coffee and I don't know. Right. It's really uh, how? So here's something interesting and you don't have to answer if you don't want to. Go. But I am just sort of curious. How do you come up with the price of a book? Oh, dude. All right. So this is the cheapest I can make it while still scraping in to... Uh, like the whole Kindle thing is fucked, fucked out loud, right? Like it's we've talked about from, this before, right? From ground, like Amazon takes like sixty percent or some shit. So for so by default, if you make it under three dollars, Amazon takes seventy percent, uh, like of every single sale, no matter what. So as soon as you drop below that mark, you are you are decimating, because by default. Amazon takes 30%, right? If you're above $3, uh, $3. But also you have to sign away, like it's exclusive to Kindle for uh, rolling three months. So every three months, uh, it will automatically roll over to exclusive again, unless you specifically opt out, in which case you'll stop getting 70%, uh, you'll stop getting 70% of the royalties and Amazon will start taking 70%. You can't be in Kindle Unlimited if you're uh, if you're not with like in there fucking in that system. So it has to be three dollars for that reason as well, uh, which is apparently fucking super important. I went down fucking. I, I reckon I spent more time fucking trying to work out how to get this shit done, uh, try to actually publish the fucking thing, than I did writing the fucking thing. Like, I swear to God, man, it was a nightmare. The amount of shit you have to go through. Now I've all done it. I could probably fucking write a book on how to fucking publish a book on Kindle uh, and chuck it up for... A guide. Like like one of those e-books. You know, like they, they always talk about the, all the fucking get-rich-quick scheme people. Like, yeah. Because, it, it, yeah, it is so fucking convoluted. But the basics is, at the end of the day... Uh, yeah, if, if you're not making the 70%, you're making fucking nothing. Because uh, at, at first, uh, my original plan was to just put it up for, I think I was going to do like a buck 70. Because um, at the time that worked out to, uh, what was it, like a buck 50 US. Yeah. And then I put that in and it was like, you will make 35 cents per sale. I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> Um, one of my games journal. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm like, oh, all right. Uh, what 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 the fuck am I supposed to do here? Um, so yeah, I just put it up for the minimum amount to actually get the basic fucking. But the uh, yeah, but I'll probably like if if it, like because I've written other stuff. Uh, I've written other fiction, and. Uh, I'll probably just de discount fan that. Huh? Fan fiction? Fan fiction hmm. of uh, of my own stuff. No. Um, no, no fan, fan fiction. Fan fiction for the thing. Of the thing. Yeah, that's what this is, basically. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've written a bunch of other stuff, but... Uh, man, publishing and publishing books... Publishing fiction is fucking tricky. It's like way trickier than it seems on the outside. There is a lot of shit that goes on in the background. You think I, I like I wrote I wrote a book 
and uh, submitted it to some publishers and uh, it like I didn't hear anything. I didn't hear anything at all, right? And I like it got to the point where I was like, this. I don't think it's bad, right? Like I, I know it's not fucking perfect, right? But theoretically, these publishers would have editors, right? So that's what the editor would do. They'd help me fucking get it to a place that's really good, right? I think the yeah. idea is really good, and the the general writing is really good. So I don't understand why. I went fucking looking around and um, like online, like there are a bunch of fucking like different forums and stuff where people talk about this shit. And uh, yeah, uh, it wasn't, I saw some person and they were like, oh, I'm a, I'm a, uh, I'm a submissions reader for a major publisher. If a manuscript from a first time author comes across my desk and it's longer than a hundred thousand words, I bin it without looking at it. And my manuscript was like 145,000 words. So it was just, I assume that's just what was happening. It was being binned immediately because I've never published anything before. I'm a first time author. And so it was just being fucking thrown away. Like instantly, you need an existing relationship with the publisher. So this book, Do Not Kill, is not going to change that. It's not going to suddenly get me the ability to fucking be like find a publisher or anything. Um, but like you need an existing relationship with a publisher before they'll even fucking look at a manuscript that is 145,000 words. Yeah. Know, like nepotism. Get you anything. The, <laughs> like the, the reason, like, but the books I like, uh, I've, I've, you know, Lee Child, he wrote Jack Reacher, wrote the Jack Reacher books. He wrote, he talks about when you're writing, Right, write the book that you want to read, right? And I think about the books that I like to read, and that they're all fucking giant shit, right? They're all fucking like fucking Tom Clancy with seven fucking seventeen pages about how the fucking engine in a submarine works, or some shit. And that's not what I'm writing. I'm not writing about fucking you know over overblown explanations of fucking mechanical shit or anything. No. But uh, no. like You're talking about food. Food. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and video games. Um, but, like, yeah, like, the at the end of the day, like, I like to read giant books. So I would write a giant book, but then they're like, no, we, we're not going to read. We're, we're not even going to look at your fucking giant book. If it's this this big, then get the fuck out of here. So, but wouldn't that be the type of thing where, like, they read the first 10 pages or some shit and be like, is this interesting or not? I, I don't know, man. Like, I can't work it out. Uh, like, uh, it's... It seemed like what they were trying to convey was that the there was no confidence that the first-time author would be able to work with an editor for that many words. Sure. So, like, and, and it would require a significant investment to get an editor to go into that amount of words and all this kind of shit, so... Yeah, like apparently that yeah the risk uh, versus reward just isn't there, uh, which sucks. But what can you do? Uh, you can yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm I've got other stuff. I'm gonna like I'm most of the way through yet a different book, another book. Um, 
that's not going to be over a hundred thousand words so i won't get fucking stuck uh trying to fucking submit it to publishers and stuff um it's it just maybe your a little, review? Yeah, it's just it's just me <laughs> it's me shitting on gran turismo 7 uh even more but uh yeah i, I don't know anyway Check out Do Not Kill. I think it's good. Uh, I don't think you'll see it coming. But if you do, you might be pretty well prepared for what's coming. Uh, but yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's good. So check it out. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah. Good stuff. Thanks, dude. Um, yeah, that's Do Not Kill. You can check it out on Amazon. Just type that in. It should pop up. It's the first sure. thing on my list. Nice. That'd be, be That could be because like Amazon is listening and they, they know. They fucking know. Yeah. Sons All right. Bitches. Well, there you go. That is the podcast this week. Um, you can find us on iTunes, Android, other places like the Windows Store, uh, or wherever. I don't know. I'm not going to stop saying that. Um, <laughs> uh, the GA podcast or the Gap. Search for that. We should come up. Uh, if you have a moment, please rate and review the show. It helps other people find us on the internet. Um, and uh, you can go to our website thegapodcast.com it's got links to all our social media pages on there uh discord page thegapodcast.com slash discord you can jump in play video games uh talk about all sorts of things movies books uh tv shows which the last of us has been popping off um quite a lot yeah. in that chat yeah yeah uh, um yeah all sorts of stuff food and and play video games with people uh yeah Some weird noises happening um is your cat throwing up? Again? No, I just realized she's getting fed. That's what that sound is. Uh, uh, yes, yeah, so you can go to the GA podcast, check out um, past episodes, anything else we put up there. I think you posted something on there today. I briefly saw something come up and uh, I had a chance to look. I hadn't hit publish on the fucking... on Forspoken, reviews and review. Oh, okay. Mm. Fair enough. All right, we can go check that out. It's a video of uh, Job reviewing reviews reviews I, yeah. I will put up a link to do not kill and a preview of it i think i can embed the like first couple of pages of the book yeah it's not it's, i don't know if it's a good sell but whatever yeah cool all right um that is all thanks to our patreon members if you want to help support the show go to patreon.com slash the podcast uh, become a recurring member get a podcast a little bit earlier on the uh, high tier price tiers things on there uh, so thank you to everyone does it every month. Thank you uh, so much. Help us pay the bills because they yeah. can get expensive. Um, mm. And we appreciate the support. We well, do. there you go. That is the podcast for this week. Um, next week, we've got Atomic Heart is out next week. Yeah. Wild Hearts, Atomic think- Heart. Oh. What a is- A lot of hearts. Yeah, a lot of hearts. Um, uh, Atomic Heart, I'm very interested to play more of that one. Um, it's on Game Pass, so people will be able to check it out on Game Pass. And, um, yeah, that is about it. Uh, PlayStation VR 2 is out next week. Sons of the Forest is out next week, apparently. Yeah. I got a code for Rooftop Renegade. Remember that game we yeah. played down at PAX? Uh, I got a code for it, so I'm going to give that a squeeze. Yeah, I got offered one too, but I was like, that was seemed like a multiplayer game. So I, I didn't like really know how single player would play, or if there is single player. Um there is oh can I say this I don't even know fuck it uh, there's a Dead by Daylight character coming up oh. next week well you'll know about it next week you'll probably know about it by the time this goes up um, 
so yeah, there's a, there's a few things we'll be able to talk about, talk about next week, and uh, yeah, it should be interesting. Uh, are you looking forward to Atomic Heart or? I don't know, man. Still. I was after reading your preview, but after listening to you talk about it, I really fucking I don't know. I, my expectations were tempered. Yeah, quite heavily. I think it'll uh, be an interesting one where either it's a game that doesn't really know what it is, or um, that outdoor stuff could be a bit more fleshed out than what it seemed like when I played it. But uh, we'll wait and see. I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm very curious to see how that game handles because some of it seems pretty cool other parts didn't click for me when i played it yeah the combat i think has me most worried uh it just sounded like not what i would want yeah from that kind of game yeah and i think i'm pretty i'm okay to say this i haven't signed anything uh review codes haven't been sent out yet so Mm. i'll give you an idea also, oh. also worrying. Yeah, <laughs> they're holding on to those review codes pretty, pretty hard. Yeah, uh, it's out less than a week from now. Mm, yeah. So, um, yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Thank you, everyone, for listening this week. We'll be back next week. More podcasts in your ear holes. I've said it. There you go. Have a listen. Nice. Uh, see you then. Stay safe. Love you. Bye.